0: Thank you for listening to You Can Read the Bible. Today is day 344. We're reading 1 Corinthians chapters 12 through 14 today. Your hosts are Dave Moore and Marianne Sia. This is the Daily Reader for day 344. 1 Corinthians chapters 12 through 14. These three chapters each address a significant topic, but they flow so neatly together that it's reasonable to imagine they form a complete unit. As we did in Romans, Pay attention to words like for, and now, and therefore, that create logical bridges between subjects. Now there are varieties of gifts, but the same Spirit, Paul asserts in chapter 12. And there are varieties of service, but the same Lord. And there are varieties of activities, but it is the same God who empowers them all and everyone. To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. Paul's attention to unity has taken many forms in this letter. Don't be proud of who baptized you. Purge the evil member from among you. Don't sue each other in pagan courts. Don't cause others to stumble. Here, the theme shines through the Holy Spirit's manifestation of gifts. For just as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of the body, though many, are one body, So it is with Christ. This chapter concludes with a call to earnestly seek the higher gifts. And the still more excellent way he wants to show them flows through chapter 13. If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, if I have prophetic powers, if I have all faith, if I deliver up my body to be burned, but have not love, I gain nothing. As you listen through Paul's explanation of the nature of love, remember all that this church has been through. What is Paul's hope for them? This chapter is to be read not at a wedding, but to a church. Not as hopeful sentiment, but as an observation of truth. The assertion in chapter 13 that, as for tongues, they will cease, foreshadows the theme of chapter 14. Questions around prophecy and speaking in tongues were connected to this letter's larger themes as well. Paul implores his readers, at least four times here, to use one's gifts in all things to build up the church. As he summarizes at the end of the chapter, So, my brothers, earnestly desire to prophesy, and do not forbid speaking in tongues, but all things should be done decently and in order. These chapters are often heard individually in other contexts. Listen to them now in sequence, as they were designed, and consider the deep threads that bind them. But also approach with caution some of the difficult subjects here. It can be tempting, just as it occasionally was in the prophets, to keep the instructions that come easily, and discard the rest. I encourage you to pay attention to Paul's reasoning in each, each instance, and also to honor how each topic contributes to the entire letter. Our verse for this week is Deuteronomy 6.4. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. 1 Corinthians 12-14. Now let's read it. 1
1: Corinthians chapter 12. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brothers, I do not want you to be uninformed. You know that when you were pagans, you were led astray to mute idols, however you were led. Therefore, I want you to understand that no one speaking in the Spirit of God ever says, Jesus is accursed, and no one can say, Jesus is Lord, except in the Holy Spirit. Now there are varieties of gifts, but the same Spirit. Now you are the body of Christ and individually members of it. And God has appointed in the church first apostles, second prophets, third preachers, then miracles, then gifts of healing, helping, administrating, and various kinds of tongues. Are all apostles? Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Do all work miracles? Do all possess gifts of healing? Do all speak with tongues? Do all interpret? but earnestly desire the higher gifts, and I will show you a still more excellent way. 1 Corinthians chapter 13 If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And if I have prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith, so as to remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing When I became a man, I gave up childish ways. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as I have been fully known. So now faith, hope, and love abide, these three. But the greatest of these is love. 1 Corinthians chapter 14 Pursue love and earnestly desire the spiritual gifts Now I want you all to speak in tongues, but even more to prophesy. The one who prophesies is greater than the one who speaks in tongues, unless someone interprets, so that the church may be built up. Now brothers, if I come to you speaking in tongues, how will I benefit you unless I bring you some revelation or knowledge, prophecy or teaching? If even lifeless instruments, such as the flute or the harp, Do not give distinct notes how will anyone know what is played and if the bugle gives an indistinct sound who will get ready for battle so with yourselves if with your tongue you utter speech that is not intelligible how will anyone know what is said for you will be speaking into the air there are doubtless many different languages in the world and none is without meaning But if I do not know the meaning of the language, I will be a foreigner to the speaker and the speaker a foreigner to me. So with yourselves, since you are eager for manifestations of the Spirit, strive to excel in building up the church. Therefore, one who speaks in a tongue should pray that he may interpret. For if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, but my mind is unfruitful. What am I to do? Nevertheless, in church I would rather speak five words with my mind in order to instruct others than ten thousand words in a tongue. Brothers, do not be children in your thinking. Be infants in evil, but in your thinking be mature. In the law it is written, By people of strange tongues and by the lips of foreigners will I speak to this people, and even then they will not listen to me, says the Lord. Thus tongues are a sign not for believers, but for unbelievers. While prophecy is a sign not for unbelievers, but for believers. If therefore the whole church comes together and all speak in tongues, and outsiders or unbelievers enter, will they not say that you are out of your minds? But if all prophesy, and an unbeliever or outsider enters, he is convicted by all, he is called to account by all, The secrets of his heart are disclosed, and so, falling on his face, he will worship God and declare that God is really among you. What then, brothers, when you come together, each one has a hymn, a lesson, a revelation, a tongue, or an interpretation? Let all things be done for building up. If any speak in a tongue, let there be only two or at most three, and each in turn, and let someone interpret. But if there is no one to interpret, let each of them keep silent in church and speak to himself and to God. Let two or three prophets speak, and let the others weigh what is said. If a revelation is made to another sitting there, let the first be silent. For you can all prophesy one by one, so that all may learn and all be encouraged. And the spirits of prophets are subjects to prophets. For God is not a God of confusion, but of peace. As in all the churches of the saints, the women should keep silent in the churches, for they are not permitted to speak, but should be in submission, as the law also says. If there is anything they desire to learn, let them ask their husbands at home. For it is shameful for a woman to speak in church. Or is it from you that the word of God came? Or are you the only ones it has reached? If anyone thinks that he is a prophet or spiritual, he should acknowledge that the things I am writing to you are a command of the Lord. If anyone does not recognize this, he is not recognized. So, my brothers, earnestly desire to prophesy, and do not forbid speaking in tongues, but all things should be done decently and in order.
0: Thank you for listening to You Can Read the Bible.